It's time for Defending the Faith with Pastor Kenny Word of Gospel Lighthouse Church in Bossier City. Defending the Faith uses foundational principles, fundamental teachings, and faithful preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to influence the world and strengthen believers in their daily walk. And now, here's Pastor Kenny Word. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Defending the Faith. We're so glad that you joined us on today's program. Now, my name is Pastor Kenny Word. I'm the pastor of Gospel Lighthouse Church. Now, our church is down in South Bossier City, and we're a non-denominational congregation. If you don't have a church home, we would love to have you come visit us, come join us uh, for one of our upcoming services. We have Wednesday night services at 7 o'clock p.m., and then on Sundays, we have two services on the Lord's Day at 10.45 in the morning. We have our main service, and then we're a little bit old-fashioned. We have church at night. It's a 6 o'clock service, and honestly, it usually is the most powerful one. Uh, But if you don't have a church home, we want to make an invitation to you. We preach the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. We preach that there is hope for every soul and that God's desire is to reconcile you to Himself through the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you need a church home, come worship the Lord with us at Gospel Lighthouse Church. Now, as we get into this program, we pray that this message is a blessing to you. We pray that God would speak to you, that it would be anointed and minister to you. And if you have any questions, you can always email me at kjcword, that's kjcword, at gmail.com. You can email me anytime. And now let's go ahead and get on into the message. God bless you. Psalm number 9, Psalm chapter 9, beginning in verse number 9. You know what? This, these, these two verses that we're going to read right here, Psalm 9, verse 9, we're going to read verse 10. These two verses are for, for you. If you're here, if you're here, God's speaking to you. Amen. You know, I didn't pull this sermon out of the file cabinet. If you're here, God designed this message for you. You need to listen to these two verses. Here we go. Psalm 9, verse number 9. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. Now look at these two verses just a second. And let's kind of dig in a little bit on these two verses. The Lord also will be a refuge. A refuge is, um, John Wesley described, is what the enemy can't reach or see. A refuge from the enemy is where God puts you where the enemy can't reach you or even see you. How powerful is that? How powerful is that thought? A a refuge is where God has you and the enemy can't get to you. God's refuge doesn't have holes in it. God's refuge doesn't have a crack in the wall where the enemy can get through. A refuge is a refuge. It means you're safe from the storm. It means you're safe from the enemy. 
And God is a refuge for His people. Amen? Amen. Our refuge is not a building. Our refuge is not a country. Our refuge is not a person. Our refuge is our God. And God said He would be a refuge. Amen? And what I said, that that John Wesley, he said that, that God would put you where the enemy can't reach you and can't even see you. Because you know if the enemy sees you, he can scheme against you. But a refuge is where God just envelops you. It's kind of like whenever the, 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 the Pharisees wanted to throw Jesus off the cliff. Remember? When he said he was the I am... He said, I was the I am. And they were going to try to kill him, right? And he just went through them. He went through their midst. They couldn't see him. Amen? Amen. Right there, in that moment, you see God refuged him. Where the enemy couldn't reach him or see him. In that passage, in that passage right then, when they went, immediately when they sought to kill Jesus, the time wasn't right. It wasn't his day to go. Amen? Amen. He had a date with the cross. And that, from the foundation of the earth, that time was, was designed by God. And he wasn't going to go a day too soon. And so in that moment, when the enemy came too close, God refuged him. Or the enemy couldn't reach him or see him. You know how confusing that must have been for all the Pharisees? When they go to try to get Jesus and they've kind of, can you imagine, they kind of corner him on a cliff and then wait, where'd he go? Where is he? That's what the enemy does in your life if God is your refuge. The enemy thinks, I've got him cornered, I've got him on a cliff, or I've got her, I've got her right where I want her. I'm about to destroy her. I've got my hand, well wait, where'd she go? I thought I had her. God refuged her. God refuged him. Refuge. Where the enemy can't reach you or see you. But look what it says though. Look what it says. It says the Lord also will be a refuge for who? Who will God be a refuge for? The oppressed. The oppressed. Simply put, uh, the the, uh, Thayer's Dictionary defines the oppressed as crushed. How about that? God will be a refuge for those that are crushed. Kind of ties in with the bruised reed, right? God will refuge those who come to Him and say, Lord, I need You. I am crushed. This is weighing on my soul. This is more than I can bear, Lord. I can't... I don't even think I can stand... And then the Lord says, I'm your refuge. And you might remember that verse on that one song. He says, I don't know. It's too much against me. It's too much going on. I don't even think I can face what tomorrow brings. You know, I'm scared of what the doctor's going to say. I'm scared of what my family member's going to say. I'm scared of what the judge is going to say. I'm scared of what this. I'm scared of that. I'm scared they'll tell me no. I'm scared they'll tell me they don't love me. I'm scared they'll tell me I'm going to die. I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. I don't want to know. I don't even want to wake up tomorrow because I don't know. And then the words of that song ring in your heart. 
says, wait a second, wait a second. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Amen. And then you remember somebody saying, I don't know. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But I know who holds my tomorrow. I know in whom I trust. I know in whom I put my confidence in. I know who holds my life in his hand. And I know he will not allow more to come on me than I can bear. And I remember this verse that pastor preached in Psalm 9 verse number 9 and 10. And I remember when he said that that verse said that God would be a refuge for the oppressed. I don't know what they're going to tell me, but I know God will keep me safe. I know God will protect me and move me out of the reach of the enemy. I know that God will do that for me because His Word says it. And if His Word said it, guess what? I believe it. I stand on it. I can put my faith in it. I can face tomorrow because I know my God is a refuge for me. I know that my God will keep me just like he did with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he was a refuge for those three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. God put his arms around them and protected them. And Jesus went right in there with them. Amen. And God was a refuge for those three Hebrew boys. And God loves you just as much as he loved them. See, God is a refuge for His people. And He will shelter you from the reach of the enemy. Is the enemy reaching on you today? Is the enemy reaching for your heart? Is the enemy reaching for your mind? Is the enemy reaching for your marriage, for your finances, for your children, for your family? What's the enemy reaching for? Who's your refuge? Who's your refuge? Go to God. Say, God... I'm being oppressed. I am crushed. This is more than my soul can bear. Be honest with God. Say, God, even when I go to church, I've got to do the church smile. You know what the church smile is, right? How are you today? Blessed and highly favored. How are you? When on the inside, you're falling to pieces. God doesn't want you to fake smile Him. God wants you to be real with Him. You want to go further in God? Get real with God. You want to stay where you are? You want to plateau? Keep doing the church smile. The church smile will keep you on a plateau and in a rut. And you will never go further than that. Not until you get real and honest with God. Not until you get real and honest with God. It says He's a refuge, not for the people who have the church smile. Not for the people who put on a front. Not for the people who put the makeup on the barn. God does not be a refuge for those. I'm blessed and highly favored. And in your soul you're going, I'm barely hanging on by a thread. Come on church. You want to see God move in your life? You want to find refuge from the storm? You want to find God's sheltering arms? Get real with God. Go to God crushed. Be honest with God. Tell God what's weighing against you. God will shelter you from it. 
God will sustain you in it. Notice what this verse says. He's a refuge for the oppressed. Now, if you're alive, I want you to know the enemy's pressing on you. Amen. The enemy's pressing on you. He's pressing on you one way or the other, from one direction or the other. I don't think that we ever experience a time when the enemy's not. Even when everything looks great and sounds great and all that, he's getting you ready, lifting your pride up. <laughs> I got it all together now. I'm past all that. I'm up here now. Watch, watch out. Take heed lest you fall. Amen. Amen? He's always scheming. Always scheming. Why? He's our enemy. The Bible says, your adversary the devil. It doesn't say God's adversary the devil. Because you know why? God has no equal. Amen. There's only one God. Beside Him, there is none else. There's only one God. And that is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jehovah. God Almighty. Beside Him, there's none other. You and I have an adversary. Our adversary, the devil. Now watch this. It says that He is a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times. Everybody say times. Times of trouble. Lord, I know this is the 20th time I'm coming to you today, but I'm in trouble again. Come on. Don't you think that'll tug at God's heart? A refuge for those in times of trouble. Not, you know what? Seven years ago, I was in a bad spot and God got me out of it. And now I'm just kind of, you know, just making my way through. Everything's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Everything's fine. Don't look too close. <laughs> But God is a refuge for those that are in times of trouble. If you'll be honest with God, be real with God. Say, God, you know, every time I think I've got it down, I, I don't. Every time, you ever been in those seasons where you go two steps forward and four back? You take the wrong two step. But look. God is a refuge in times of trouble. In those times of trouble, I can run to the one who loves me. I can run to the one who will shelter me from those hard times. You, might, you know, if you've ever driven down a road with, with rocks that's not paved, or if you've ever driven on I-20 going to Texas, you know, it's just bum, 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 bum. And sometimes in our lives, that's how it is. Sometimes we think, are we ever going to get to a spot where the road is smooth? And if you've ever, you know, once you cross into Wascombe, it gets a lot smoother. Amen. And I want you to know, if you'll trust God, one day you're going to get through the rough patch and you'll get to a place where it's a lot smoother. But you're not going to get there if you don't run to God and find your refuge in Him. It says He's a refuge for those in times of trouble. A refuge. A refuge is where God places you, where the enemy can't reach you, nor see you. Verse number 10 says, And they that know thy name. You remember what we read in Matthew 12, 21? The Gentiles will put their trust in what? In his name the Gentiles will trust. Look what it says. They that know thy name. 
will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. A couple of keys on this verse. Number one, they that know thy name. This is an experiential acquaintance with God's mercy. Do you have an experience with God's mercy? Have you trusted God for His mercy? Those that know thy name, this is an experiential knowledge, not a head knowledge. An experiential knowledge. Is God your rock and your refuge in times of trouble? Have you known God to be your refuge? Have you known God to be the strong tower in the middle of the storm? Have you been there in that circumstance where everything's coming against you and you've ran to God? And you know, it says that His name is a strong tower. Amen? For all those that run to Him. Amen? He's a strong tower for all those that run to Him. And look, it says those that know His name. It's no other name. It's no other name but Jesus Christ. That's the name given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. Amen. At His name. So those that know His name, those that know Thy name will put their trust in Thee. See, if you've ever, if you've ever called on God and experienced His mercy through Jesus, if you've ever called on God and experienced His mercy through Jesus, what it will cause you to do, it will cause you to trust Him in the next time of trouble. If God's ever pulled you through a hard time, if God's ever healed your body, if God's ever healed your mind, if God's ever delivered you out of the pit of misery, if God's ever lifted you up and placed you on a rock where you can stand, if God's ever done anything for you, what He's telling you is, then, then you'll learn to trust God. You'll learn that you can put confidence in Him. You'll know who to run to in times of trouble. But your flesh, your flesh... Your flesh will resent that. Your flesh will not want to do that. Your flesh doesn't want to come and get real with God and get right with God. But somewhere deep inside, you know, I've been there before. I've been to Him before. And He's delivered me from all my iniquities. He's delivered me from all my transgressions. He's delivered me from all my enemies. And I know if He's done it once, He'll do it again. I know if He's done it for somebody else, He'll do it for me. God's not a respecter of them. God's a respecter of what Jesus did. And if I put my trust in Jesus, just like they put their trust in Jesus, I know God will deliver me just like he delivered them. Amen. I know in whom I trust. I know my God is alive. And I know my God still heals, delivers, saves. I know my God still moves in the lives of those who put their confidence in him. Those who put their trust in him will not be ashamed. Will not be ashamed. It says that they... They, those that know thy name will put their trust in thee. Thee, thee, thee. In the, in the King James, you know thee is singular. If it's a T, it means it's talking about one person and one person alone. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the glory, right? In thy name. And here it says trust in thee. Look, you don't need to be putting your trust in your boss. 
You don't need to be putting your trust in a stock market. You don't need to be putting your trust in what a doctor says. You don't need to be putting your trust in a man. You don't need to be putting your trust in a company. You don't need to be putting your trust in a country. You need to be putting your trust in your God. Your God is the one who will deliver you and be a refuge for you in times of trouble. Other people will leave you high and dry when it's bad times. Other people will sell you out and walk away from you, eat you up and spit you out. But God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. God will not. He said, no, no, no. That's what he says in Hebrew. No, no, no. No will I ever leave you nor forsake you. Look what it says. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. God does not forsake those who seek Him. Look, it's one thing to go to church and get a sticker and say present. It's another thing to seek God's face. God's not going to give you a bonus for attendance points. God's moved when you seek Him. God's moved when you seek His face. You can go to 50 million prayer meetings and not seek God. You can sit there and think about, you know, who, who's the saints going to play or who's the cowboys going to play. You can sit there and think all kinds of thoughts during a prayer meeting. Nobody knows but you and God. But if you'll seek God's face, that verse says, He'll never forsake you. He will not forsake those that seek Him. Do you seek God? Let this be that time where you say, Lord, it's time to get real. I need to stop following foolish things. I need to stop letting foolish worldly desires consume me. Who cares who wins the Super Bowl? Who cares, you know, who's going to become the mayor? Who cares what's going to happen to my taxes? Who cares what's going to happen? You know what matters? You know what matters? Seeking God. Amen. Seeking God. Because all the rest of the world may be gone tomorrow, but God is still going to be there. God never changes. Same yesterday, today, and forever. And when countries rise and fall, people come and go, jobs come and go, health comes and goes, memory comes and goes, all kinds of stuff come and go, but God doesn't. God is there for those who seek His face. Isn't it time that we as the church begin to lay aside trivial matters? Amen. Isn't it time that we get real and excited about God and, and, and fervently pursuing Him? Isn't it time? Amen. Isn't it time? It always blesses my soul after church when somebody talks to me about the Bible or about the Lord. Amen. There's so many times I've ministered not here or other places. There's so many times I've ministered and people will come up after the, after the sermon and they're like, oh, hey, did you see who's going to play on this game and that game and this and that? And, and I'm thinking, yeah. Ah. What about God? Amen. What about what God's doing? Amen. I didn't come here to socialize. Church is not a country club. Church is not a, 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 a concert. I said this morning we can give out Pop-Tarts and Starbucks, but that don't make us a church. 
What makes us a church is when we center around Jesus and seek God's face and pursue Him the way the Bible says. When the Word of God is our final authority, when the Word of God is truly, truly a lamp for our feet, a light for our path. I don't know what I'm up against. I don't know what the world says, but I know what God said, and I'm going to walk in the light of what God said. I'm going to stand in the light of what the Word says. I know with a rock that I can stand on is the Word of God. And I know if I stand on the Word of God, He will not leave me and He will not forsake me. If I seek His face, if I seek His face, if I pursue Him, if I go after Him, will God turn away from me? Will God turn away from you, church? It's time that we lay aside foolish desires and foolish things and begin to pursue God Begin to pursue God with a reckless abandonment. Turn in your Bible to Psalm chapter number 20 in closing. Psalm chapter number 20. In verse number 7. This message, we've been talking about trust and what trust is. Trust is what you put your confidence in, just simply put. Simply put, that if you look it up in, in, in Thayer's uh, Greek and Hebrew uh, lexicon, one word, confidence. 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 Some people find their confidence from how their 401K is doing. Some people find their confidence on how their bank account's doing. Amen? Amen. You know, if your attitude changes... Because your bank account changes. How's the mood today? Great. We're in the positive. How's the mood today? Don't talk to me. Okay, we're in the negative. But God said He's your provider. God never promised you to have a positive amount in your bank account. He promised He'd provide for you. He promised He'd provide for you, and He does. Amen. He never promised you, never promised you to have a savings account. Amen. Never promised you a nest egg. He promised to be your provider. Amen. Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider. Even when the cupboard's bare, God's still my provider. Even when Israel went out there and they were in the desert and they had no bread, God gave them bread from heaven. And if God needs to, He'll do it for you too. Amen. Never seen the righteous begging, right? Look what we say. This is in closing. Verse number 7. Some trust, put their confidence in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name. We will remember the name of the Lord our God. Some people put their trust in some worldly measure. Some people put their trust in their health. Some people put their trust in their church. Some people put their trust in their spouse or their child or their boss. Some people put their trust in, you know, their car or their house. Some people put their trust in all kinds of things. But you've been called to put your trust in the name 
of God. Amen. You've been called to put your confidence not in some worldly thing, but some eternal thing. If you put your trust in a worldly thing, you will get let down. If you put your trust in some worldly thing, it will let you down because it's not strong enough to hold you. But if you'll put your trust in the name of your God, God will sustain you and you will not be forsaken. God will lift you up. God will be a refuge for you. And God will shelter you in your times of trouble. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us today on Defending the Faith. I'm Pastor Kenny Word. I'm the pastor over at Gospel Lighthouse Church. And we want you to know that we would love for you to come visit us. Our address is 4350 Panther Drive in Bossier City. We're a non-denominational congregation. Listen, we meet on Sundays at 1045 in the morning. And then we also have Sunday night services at 6 p.m. Then you can find us on Wednesdays. We have a Bible study at 7 p.m. But we hope to see you at one of our upcoming services. And we're so thankful that you joined us on the radio today. If you have any questions about the program today or a past episode, you can email me. I'm Pastor Kenny at kjcword at gmail.com. That's kjcword at gmail.com. Until we see you again, may God richly bless you. You have been listening to Defending the Faith with Pastor Kenny Word of Gospel Lighthouse Church in Bossier City. Defending the Faith uses foundational principles, fundamental teachings, and faithful preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to influence the world and strengthen believers in their daily walk. Gospel Lighthouse Church is located at 4350 Panther Drive in Bossier City. Go to churchlighthouse.com for more information. And please tune in again next time for Defending the Faith. Faith.